0: Here mm-hmm. What's going on, Buffalo sports fans, and welcome back to another episode of Sports Talk Buffalo. I'm your host, Drew. The Buffalo Bills have finally gotten over the hump and beaten the New England Patriots and Bill Belichick 24-21. We're going to talk about this game. We're going to break it down, give you my thoughts and feelings, so stick around and let's have some fun. Ladies and gentlemen, the Buffalo Bills and Sean McDermott have finally won against Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots. We have finally killed the Wicked Witch. I know it's not quite the way we wished it had all happened under Sean McDermott, When he got to Buffalo, we would have rather beaten them when Tom Brady was their quarterback. But guess what? A win over the New England Patriots is a win over the New England Patriots. And Bill Belichick, arguably one of the greatest head coaches in the history of the NFL. My goodness, this was a very close game. Way closer than I think a lot of people thought it was going to be. The Buffalo Bills coming in 5-2. and The New England Patriots coming in reeling at a 2-4. and The Bills... Eaked out a win in this one, 24-21. The weather in this game was the great equalizer, as I knew it would be, along with many fans. Also knew this would be the great equalizer. They did not need Stephon Gilmore. They did not need a whole lot of plays out of the secondary for the New England Patriots. That did not matter at all. With wind gusts up to 40 miles an hour and the temperature with the wind chill probably in the 20s, This game was going to be a ground-and-pound game, and that's exactly what we got. Coming into this game, the Buffalo Bills had to run the ball well and had to run the ball often. In this game, they had 38 carries for 190 yards between Allen, Moss, and... And Singletary. Allen had carried the ball 10 times for 23 yards and a touchdown. He also, or Zach Moss, carried the ball 14 times for 81 yards and two touchdowns with a long of 21. And Devin Singletary carried the ball 14 times for 86 yards and a long of 19 yards. The Buffalo run game... Showed up early and often, gashing the New England Patriots defense at will. It was a very, very, very encouraging game. If you had doubts about the run game, I was one of those people for sure. I said, Devin Singletary is not an, uh, uh, you know, not a bell cow back, but with the two. Two of them, Zach Moss and Devin Singletary. I think the Buffalo Bills definitely have a very balanced rushing attack, provided the offensive line can play the way they did in this game. They were absolutely spectacular. Josh Allen played well enough to win in this game. He completed 11 of 18 passes. That's just 61%. And he threw one really bad interception. But on the sideline, the, uh, the CBS reporters or, or the announcers on CBS actually said Diggs and uh, Josh Allen got together right after the interception happened. They were talking about it. And Stefan Diggs pointed to himself as if saying, That's my bad. I ran the wrong route. And, uh, you know, gave Josh Allen a couple taps in the chest saying, don't worry about it. We're going to go out there and we're going to uh, continue to do what we do. Diggs was essentially the main and only target for the Buffalo Bills. He had nine targets on the 18 throws for just or for six receptions and 92 yards including a 41-yard catch and run uh, that got the or set the Buffalo Bills up for a touchdown on that drive. As I stated earlier, the main story in this game is the Buffalo Bills offense struggled or the Buffalo Bills offensive line, I'm sorry, struggled early in the season to open up running lanes and with Feliciano back in there it was like night and day. The Buffalo Bills were opening up running holes at will against the New England Patriots defense and it really showed as the Buffalo Bills carried for or, or averaged 5 yards per carry on the day. It was just a very very well played game by the Buffalo Bills offense. I think in you know given the weather conditions for today's game As I said, uh, you know, the Buffalo Bills offensive line was very, very good. The only downside to this is that we lost Mitch Morris, who suffered another concussion. Uh, I really don't know if he's going to be able to come back from this. It depends on how severe it really is. Honestly, Mitch Morris has a history of concussions. And as you know, you don't want to keep accumulating more and more concussions because that is going to, you know, have a very adverse uh, health have adverse risk health effects. Oh, my goodness, if I could speak. Have very uh, adverse um, effects on your health later in life. So, you know, I don't know if he's going to want to come back. He's going to have to weigh that with his family to see. But, uh, you know, Feliciano jumping in there, I thought he did a very solid job coming back uh, off of the two surgeries, uh, you know, the pectoral surgeries. His first game in there, he carried a heavy load, and he... played outstanding at center for the Buffalo Bills. Again, they averaged five yards per carry in this game. The Buffalo Bills defense—they played well enough to win, allowing just 21 points and holding the Pats to one of three in the red zone, including a potential game-saving forced fumble in the red zone from Justin Zimmer, and it was reco- or on Cam Newton, and it was recovered by Marlowe. My goodness, it was an absolute game-saving tackle. Late in the fourth quarter, with the patch driving inside the 20, it would have set up a third and short, and with the way that the Buffalo Bills defense was getting gashed themselves in the run game, this was absolutely a game-saving tackle from Justin Zimmer. He should absolutely get the game ball in this one. Just a fantastic job chasing him down and punching the ball out allowing the Buffalo Bills to secure the f- the fumble and win the game 24 to 21. Now, these are just some of the notes that I took during the game, the highlights, the things that I thought were very important and things that I wanted to talk about on the podcast that I wrote down in my phone as I watched the game. Uh, Some of the highlights were Buffalo Bills established the run game early and often In the first drive for the Buffalo Bills, it was at 10 plays. Seven of them were carries for 60 yards and a touchdown. It was capped off by an 8-yard touchdown run by Zach Moss. He looked very good early on, as did the Buffalo Bills. Run game, Devin Singletary was ripping off runs of 5 to 6 yards consistently on this Uh, Opening drive, also, it was just a very, very solid opening drive for the Buffalo Bills. It really established their run game early in this one, giving the offensive line, the running backs, a lot of confidence as the game went on. Something else I wrote down here, it doesn't get recognized on the stat sheet, but this was a very big play for the Buffalo Bills. It was a third and two, and Ed Oliver, I watched the replay on this, Sucked up two tackles. He took on the center and the guard on a third and two. Was able to plug the middle of the field. Was not Did not allow himself to get pushed back. He plugged up the middle. Forced the running back into other Buffalo waiting Buffalo Bills. And the Bills were able to get off the field. This was huge in the first half as the Buffalo Bills... Did not allow a third down conversion for the entire first half of this game. Just a fantastic job done by Ed Oliver. He got a couple of really good pressures on Cam Newton. He was not able to get home on Cam Newton as uh, Newton's athleticism was able to get him out of the pocket and and have him escape from trouble. But otherwise, just a, a pretty good game, a solid game by Ed Oliver. I know he only made two tackles, but he did make some impact plays great job by him great job on that play alone I really really like that play and I it was it was such a good play that I wrote it down and I thought that I needed to talk about it a little bit on the podcast here uh, Buffalo, uh, you know, I felt like Buffalo was in control through the entire first half. I know New England held the time of possession. Uh, they won the time of possession. I know that the score was only, you know, 7-6. to six, But I really thought that the Bills just kind of dominated the first half. Again, they did not allow a, a third down conversion the whole first half. It was 7-3. to three. The Bills were driving. And as I mentioned, that one interception that happened was... Uh, at the end of the first half, the Bills were driving, and, you know, uh, Diggs apparently ran the wrong route. Josh Allen threw it inside. Uh, Diggs cut outside, and it was an easy interception for the New England Patriots. They ran it down, I think got past the 50 yard line, uh, got into Buffalo Bills' territory, and they were able to capitalize with a field goal on the short field uh, that the Bills provided from that turnover. Allen and the Bills came out in the second half though after that and punched the Pats in the face to like I said to start the second half five plays 75 yards and a touchdown there were four carries for 34 yards and one pass to Stephon Diggs for 41 yards. It was a fantastic little curl route or stop, you know, it looked like a little curl route. The ball came in to Stephon Diggs, maybe a tick late, but Josh Allen with that arm strength was able to get it in there. Stephon Diggs made a move, made his man miss, and was able to take it up the field to the four-yard line, which ultimately set up a Zach Moss touchdown run from four yards out. The Buffalo Bills offense was humming, uh, at certain points in this game, and it was really nice to see the run game set up, uh, you know, the pass game in these conditions set up the, the run game uh, for a touchdown. This was just the... Uh, I, our, Forget it. Let's let's move on. I, I was going to say this was uh, the, the first time a running back has scored a touchdown in quite a while. It's the first time uh, a running back has scored two touchdowns in a game since like 2018 or something like that. But uh, I digress. We're going to move on. We're going to talk about Gabe Davis. This was a problem. Gabe Davis was wide open in the end zone. The pass was, yes, it was a little bit to Gabe's left, but it wasn't like Gabe's... Uh, Hands needed to be super outstretched to make this play. It hit him right in the hands. I know the weather conditions aren't that great, but in the NFL, son, you got to make that play. That could have potentially cost the Buffalo Bills the game if not for this next play when Justin Zimmer saves the day the Bills had to settle for a field goal. And then the New England Patriots got the ball late in the fourth quarter. We're driving, but Justin Zimmer saves the day. He had one tackle on the day. He caused a forced, he had a forced fumble against Cam Newton. And it was recovered by Marlowe, effectively ending the game for the Buffalo Bills. It was just an absolutely fantastic play by Zimmer to not give up on the play. Come up from behind. Cam Newton, who uh, was looked like, you know, kind of dead to rights, the Bills were just going to tackle him, was able to punch the ball out, and it falls right at Cam Newton's feet. Marlowe was able to recover, and again, effectively ending the game and giving the Buffalo Bills the win. Just a fantastic play, huge play at a huge moment in the game. Great, great play by Zimmer, who's really coming on and making a name for himself in this Buffalo Bills defense. We're going to talk about some of the negatives, the negative takeaways from this game. And the first one is the Buffalo Bills defense couldn't maintain their incredibly high level of play as in the in the second half as they had in the first half. The Bills in the first half were absolutely dynamite, just spectacular in the first half, uh, and they gave up just 44 yards rushing on 14 carries. That's just three point one yards per carry and held Cam Newton to just seven of fourteen passing for ninety three yards. I, I mentioned this earlier. Held New England without a third down conversion for the entire first half. They went zero for four in the in the first half with third down conversions, and that really set the Buffalo really put the Buffalo Bills in good position to win this game. Now, if Uh, The Bills' defense could have maintained that style of play, that level of play for the entire game. This one would not even have been close. But alas, they couldn't. Bill Belichick, being a very good coach that he is, was able to make some very good adjustments and attack the Buffalo Bills' rushing defense because in the second half, the Pats rushed at will, essentially against the Buffalo Bills, for 144 yards in the second half on just 20 carries. You heard that right, 144 yards on just 20 carries, 7.2 yards per carry in the second half. The Buffalo Bills defense was just completely and utterly shredded in the second half of this game. It just was not even close. The game moved along pretty fast, obviously with both teams running the ball quite a bit. Uh, again, 7.2 yards a carry, that's just, that's not going to get it done against teams that are really good teams. The Buffalo Bills are going to be in trouble. They also allowed five of six third down conversions against the Patriots after holding them to 0 of 4 in the first half. The Patriots finished at 50% for the game, but Five of six in the second half, that is not a good stat line for the Buffalo Bills defense and something that needs to be corrected if the Bills think that they're going to be any sort of problem for anybody in the NFL playoffs. Another negative I I took away from this game is Coach McDermott and and, uh, defensive coordinator Leslie Frazier failed once again to adjust on the fly in the second half to stop the run. Bill Belichick was able to make adjustments at halftime and it just the, the level of adjustments was just not matched on the other side by Sean McDermott and Leslie Frazier. I love Sean McDermott. I love Leslie Frazier. I think both of those guys, since they've been in Buffalo, have done an absolutely tremendous job and this is a very, very disappointing year for them as their defense continuously gets the, the, the shit kicked out of them over and over again It's just, uh, it has not been a very good year for the Buffalo Bills. Now think that this is what all Bills fans get so frustrated about, is the fact that the Bills finally have an offense. We've waited years for them to have an offense while maintaining a solid defense. Now the year they finally have a good offense and their defense is hot garbage. It's, It's a complete switch, a complete 180, and it's just something that, is so infuriating to Buffalo fans for so long it's like we can never be good on both sides of the ball at the same time. It's like almost like we're always going to be relegated to a 10 and 6 maximum team. We're always going to be, you know, one and duns in the playoffs and that's just how it kind of feels again for the Buffalo Bills this year except it's flipped and the offense is going to have to carry the load and the defense is hot Monkey shit, essentially, this year. Very, very bad thing, or very bad sign for the Buffalo Bills as they're going to play a very tough four games coming up. Uh, I talked about it earlier. It's just going to be a hellish four games for the Buffalo Bills. Um, well I'll talk about that in a few minutes. We're going to go over the positives, uh, the positive takeaways from this game. The Buffalo Bills run game showed up and showed out, as I talked about earlier, averaging five yards per carry in the entire game. Uh, After being very suspect this season, the Bills finished the first half with 5.3 yards of carry and had 4.8 yards of carry in the second half, and they regularly gashed the New England Patriots defense from start to finish. The run game was spectacular. The offensive line was spectacular, and Josh Allen did not need to be a superhero in order for the Buffalo Bills to win this game, and that is a very encouraging thing moving forward because if the Bills can run the ball more when it's nicer weather, it's going to open things up for Stephon Diggs, John Brown, Cole Beasley in the passing game. And if the Bills can figure out their run game, it's going to make their passing game that much more dynamic. It's going to make them not such a uh, a one in, or one-dimensional team. And the Buffalo Bills offense is going to be that much more dangerous. Another positive I took away from this game is the Buffalo Bills offense scored touchdowns. That sounds so mundane, but as we witnessed last week when it was just field goal after field goal after field goal, Touchdowns are a big deal. The Buffalo Bills did not squander their opportunities in the red zone as they went 3 of 4 for 75% today in the red zone against Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots defense. Fantastic job by uh, the Buffalo Bills and their offense getting into the end zone, finishing off great drives with touchdowns instead of field goals, but just a little uh, cherry on top of the red zone offense. Yes, the Bills went 3 of 4, but the other trip to the red zone was a uh, short field goal, so the Bills got points every single time they went into the red zone. Fantastic job by Brian Dable, and the Buffalo Bills offense today... Just a tremendous job. Can't say anything better about it. They got points when they needed points. They ran the ball at will, and it was just a very good game by the the offensive line and the running backs. Another positive that I, I take away from this game, and this is the biggest positive of the game, is the Buffalo Bills defense came up with a turnover, a big late turnover when they needed it this is something good teams do they find ways to win whether it be a turnover whether it just be shutting teams down completely whether it be Josh Allen throwing a late fourth quarter touchdown it doesn't matter good teams find a way to win and the Buffalo Bills found a way to win this game and it was the, the taste of victory was so sweet after this game I, I really thought about it it's like man I really wish we could have blown the doors off of the New England Patriots but of course you know it doesn't matter. For In Buffalo, we've waited for so very long to have a good team, to be a 6-2 and team, and now we finally have it and we're still bitching and complaining. And you know what? I had to take a step back and I had to realize we're 6-2, man. We've waited so long to be a 6-2 team. Just sit back and enjoy it. It might. It's not going to last forever. We have a very brutal four-game schedule, as I talked about coming up, and the Buffalo Bills, uh, if their defense has played like they have the first half of the season, are going to not have a very fun time in these next four games. As I stated, the Buffalo Bills defense came up with a very big late-game stop in this one as Justin Zimmer forces a fumble on Cam Newton on the quarterback draw play, and it was... Recovered by Buffalo Bills safety, Uh, Dean Marlowe. Marlowe recovers it and effectively ends the game for the Buffalo Bills. Just a fantastic job. Capped off a very good game. You know, you'd think that a game that is essentially all running would be boring, but both teams were gashing each other for big plays. It was a very entertaining and a very fun game to watch. I hope you enjoyed it. I know I did. Coming up in the next week, the Buffalo Bills have to play the Seattle Seahawks. I talked about the four-game the four schedule, that, which is going to be brutal for the Buffalo Bills. They play the Seahawks, the Cardinals, the Chargers, and the 49ers. There's two of those games that I think the Bills can win, and two of those games I don't, I'm just not sure that they can win, honestly. The next game against the Seattle Seahawks, I'm not sure the Bills can win this one. Uh, they opened up as a minus-4-point underdog in this one, and that is about right. The Seattle Seahawks, I think the, the Bills are going to get their absolute asses handed to them in this game. Russell Wilson is just on an absolute another level uh, this year. I think the Patriots kicked the shit out of the Buffalo Bills next week. It's going to be a very long week for the Buffalo Bills. Uh, or it's going to be a very long game for the Buffalo Bills against the Seattle Seahawks. And Russell Wilson, again, just otherworldly. This guy is just phenomenal. He's not talked about enough in the NFL. He's just that good. He is a top three quarterback in the NFL and has been a top five quarterback in the NFL essentially for his whole career. He's been very, very good. And the Buffalo Bills and their their very weak secondary have to take him on next week. Uh, I think the Bills get their doors blown off next week against the Seattle Seahawks. Another game they're going to have to play against is the Cardinals in this four-game stretch. I had it as a toss-up game at the beginning of the season, but seeing how well they have been playing this year, uh, they acquired DeAndre Hopkins, so Tredavious White's going to have his absolute hands full in this game. It's... I got that marked as a loss now. I, I think I don't think the Bills can keep up with the the high-octane offense of the uh, Cardinals. I think the Bills are going to lose that game also. And I had the Bills as an absolute W against the Chargers 100%, especially if Tyrod Taylor is playing. He's not. Justin Herbert's playing, and he's playing well. He's playing very well. If his defense can hold up, and, and stop the Buffalo Bills a couple times, they're going to come away with a W because Justin Herbert is that good so far in his rookie career. Hopefully, Sean McDermott and Leslie Frazier can confuse him a little bit, but so far, he's been very, very solid for the Chargers uh, this year. And then the last game of this four-game schedule or five games, I guess you could say, because we play the Steelers after that, is the, the 49ers, they are just devastated with injuries. So hopefully the Buffalo Bills can take advantage of that and uh, flip the script. I have a loss here, but hopefully the Buffalo Bills can beat the uh, San Francisco 49ers and give them a win in the middle of this horrific streak that they're going to have. And then they play the Pittsburgh Steelers, who are still undefeated, who just beat the Tennessee Titans, who just beat the Baltimore Ravens. So they have a lot of very good, solid wins. I think the Steelers just absolutely fucking steamroll the Buffalo Bills and their defense, unless Josh Allen puts up like 45 points. I don't see the Buffalo Bills winning that game either. But uh, that's my thoughts on this game. Again, I'm just going to enjoy the 6-2 and two because looking at the schedule, they have the third-hardest schedule after today coming up. For the rest of the season, it's it might not be. This this feeling, this euphoric high might not last forever. So the Buffalo Bill, unless they surprise me, so I'm just going to sit back. I'm going to enjoy it, enjoy the week. I thought that they played a very solid game. Uh, I wish the Bills' defense would have been a little bit better in the second half, but they walked out with the W over Bill Belichick. A huge thing. Uh, Sean McDermott finally beats Bill Belichick. He was 0-6 as the head coach for the Buffalo Bills. He is now 1-6. The New England Patriots have completely dominated the Bills in the series since 2000. So hopefully this is kind of the changing of the guard so that the Buffalo Bills will now be atop the AFC East for the next 5 to 10 years. I hope that is what this game signifies. But anyway, I'm going to enjoy it. That's gonna do it for this episode. Remember, if you like what you're hearing, tell your friends and tell your family. Leave me a five star rating on the listening platform of your choice. Leave me a good review. Share me with your friends and family. Let them know I'm fun, or I'm you know fun to listen to. I like to be engaged. If you guys want to text or uh, send a a message to me on Twitter. You can follow me at sports talk Buff one You can send me an email at either of my two email addresses, SportsTalkBuffalo at yahoo.com or SportsTalkBuffalo at gmail.com. I'll get back to you as soon as I can. If you have any questions that you want me to answer on the podcast, shoot them out. Let me know. I will answer them. I will uh, talk about uh, essentially anything sports-related that you want me to talk about on this podcast. I have so much fun doing it for you guys. Once again... Thank you guys for listening to me and have a fantastic week.